This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, April 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. $2.7 billion for fruits and vegetables. Newsom puts $20 million to food bank buys. And Purdue aims for May payments. USDA rolls out $19 billion in COVID-19 recovery program. A massive relief package announced Friday night includes $16 billion in direct payments to livestock producers, fruit and vegetable growers, and other sectors, plus $3 billion in commodity purchases. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue told reporters Friday he wants USDA to get the direct payments out the door by the end of May. As for the commodity purchases, the Agriculture Marketing Service announced yesterday that it will issue a solicitation in the next two weeks to invite proposals to supply commodity boxes to nonprofit organizations on a recurring schedule. AMS is committed to buying every month $100 million in fresh produce, $100 million in dairy products, and $100 million in meat products. $2.7 billion will go directly to the fruit and vegetable industry, which includes $600 million in food purchases over the next six months. Western growers responded that while this amount is not as low as we feared, it's clearly not enough by a long shot. The group called the cap on direct payments a serious problem. California Citrus Mutual and many other groups are also pushing back on the cap. Western growers also worried about winter vegetable growers in the Imperial Valley not having access to direct payments since desert vegetable crops are already lost. Take note. Sources tell AgriPulse that USDA officials briefed congressional aides on Saturday but didn't confirm some key payment details that were in a press release issued by Senator John Hoban of North Dakota. Hoban, for example, said producers will be compensated for 85% of price loss through April 15th and 30% for expected losses through the next two quarters. USDA officials did confirm to Hill staff that there would be payment limits of $125,000 per commodity with an overall limit of $250,000 per individual. Keep in mind, the total amount of the aid package at $19 billion is far below what commodity groups said they needed. But the number is close to the $20 billion estimate of the damage to U.S. agriculture of the COVID-19 crisis that was made by the University of Missouri's Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute. And that's not an accident. Purdue said USDA economists consulted with FAPRI in estimating the needed aid. USDA will have another $14 billion available for its commodity credit corporation account starting in July. Purdue ruled out reopening dairy margin coverage. The National Milk Producers Federation pushed Purdue to give dairy farmers another chance to enroll in DMC this year. But Purdue, as expected, said it would set a bad precedent to let producers wait to sign up for the program until they knew they had a loss. State sends $20 million to food banks, but Dahl pushes for direct farm aid. During a state Senate hearing last week on the governor's COVID-19 response, lawmakers covered a broad range of topics. Among them was $20 million the administration is spending on purchasing and distributing food through local food banks. 
The Department of Social Services will purchase 900,000 food boxes to go to 50 food banks serving all counties. The department has said it is moving quickly in anticipation of grocers making large purchase orders to meet demand. This has tapped the California Association of Food Banks for added capacity to move, store, and deliver a large amount of food. Republican Senator Brian Dahl of Lassen County, however, was concerned about disruptions to the commercial food supply chain, but did not have specific recommendations. In my district, and as somebody in the agriculture business, farmers have been left out, he said. I know CDFA is talking about farmers to donate, but we have to look at the pipeline and make sure they're made whole. Keep in mind, industry groups had been working with the administration on purchasing food from the California farmers for food banks. With Newsom's allocation and the USDA announcement on Friday, the conversation is now shifting to infrastructure issues. Food banks are being challenged with moving far more product than their programs were designed to handle. Refrigeration units and other storage options are reaching capacity. Truckers get more food access at rest stops. Governor Newsom has cleared hurdles for food truck vendors to operate at rest stops, throwing a lifeline to truckers who are an essential workforce but face limited food options during the lockdown. The executive order issued Friday suspends Caltrans regulations for 60 days to allow temporary permits for commercially licensed food trucks. In Economic Task Force, Newsom skips production ag. Newsom has assembled a list of dozens of industry and labor leaders for his new task force on business and jobs recovery. His chief of staff is chairing the task force alongside former presidential candidate and hedge fund billionaire Tom Steyer. The group also includes the lieutenant governor and Democratic and Republican leaders of the legislature. We will use a gradual, science-based, and data-driven framework to guide our reopening timing while planning our economic recovery, said Newsom. As far as the food supply chain, Newsom has recruited the heads of associations for restaurants and grocers, a Napa winery, and a producer of Mexican frozen foods. He has also included the president of the United Farm Workers, a group that has successfully lobbied the governor to increase farm workers' sick leave benefits during the outbreak. Yet the list does not include any agriculture groups. Keep in mind, Steyer and his wife Kat Taylor have been prominent voices in advocating for organic and sustainable agriculture practices. They also own an 1,800-acre cattle ranch near the Bay Area. And more in national news, ag sector got $4.4 billion from PPP. Money is already moving to farms and agribusiness operations through the Paycheck Protection Program, which is now out of money due to an ongoing impasse on Capitol Hill. The latest data from the Small Business Administration shows that some $4.4 billion in forgivable loans have been approved for 46,334 businesses in the agriculture, forestry, hunting, and fishing sector. 
there were a number of issues that slowed farmers sign up for the program, including a delay in signing up farm credit associations for the program and a question about whether Schedule F earnings could count as self-employment income. Republicans have been pushing to add $250 billion to the program, and there are ongoing negotiations about addressing Democratic priorities. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said on CNN yesterday that Democrats are also working to make sure more PPP funds go to rural areas, the minority areas, to the unbanked. Dems press for rural task force. Democratic lawmakers led by Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota are asking Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue to create a rural COVID-19 task force. Agriculture producers and processors have less cash flow due to price declines, lack of market opportunities, and an already stretched workforce being squeezed by positive COVID-19 tests, says the letter the senators and House members sent to Secretary Perdue. The task force would consist of experts and representatives from all sectors of rural areas, including agriculture, health care, and the private sector. The goal is to identify rural challenges, develop strategies and policy recommendations, and provide oversight of distribution of funding. Block Grant idea pushed for next stimulus. Wisconsin Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin is working with the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture on a plan to provide grants to states to address a variety of pandemic-related needs, including safety equipment for workers in the food supply chain. The Food and Agriculture Energy Block Grants also could help businesses reprocess food service-scale products to family-sized packages and help connect businesses with new customers and prevent the waste of food. Baldwin's goal is to get the idea included in an upcoming COVID-19 relief bill. In a letter to President Donald Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin seeking support for the idea, Baldwin said the funding should be prioritized in accordance with the state's contributions to the local, regional, and national food supply. Take note. NASDA strongly supports such an approach as a way for states to rapidly respond to urgent and emerging issues in the agriculture economy and food supply chain at this time. That the word of NASDA CEO Barb Glenn speaking to AgriPulse. Here's today's He Said It. Unfortunately, all of that positive work is now being unraveled by Newsom's administration. The governor's office appears to be shifting hard to the left after Bill Lyons, the solutions-oriented former ag liaison, departed. That Citrus Mutual president, Casey Creamer, in a statement opposing the governor's path forward in operating the state water project pumps separately from the Central Valley project operations. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, April 20th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.